my brothers and my sisters, and there's a word that's relevant to us today, and we want to talk to us this morning. First Thessalonians one Thessalonians five, I think it is, sixteen through eighteen. We want to talk to us about the Apostle Paul's pattern for a proper thanksgiving. <clears throat> the Apostle Paul's pattern. Some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. Yes, Lord. Pattern for a proper thanksgiving. It reads thusly. Rejoice evermore. Somebody hear me this morning. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. I wish you'd be kind enough to turn to somebody, anybody, and tell them, tell them, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. is 18 days away. 18 days away. But let us begin today, because every day, is a day of thanksgiving. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, thanksgiving is right around the corner. I want to talk to us a little about it this morning. The Apostle Paul's pattern for a proper Thanksgiving. And he says rejoice. That's how he starts out. Rejoice. All you sad Christians. Got your head bowed down. Troubles of the world on my shoulders. The troubles of the world on my shoulder. I'm bearing all of this. No, 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 no. Paul says the first part of that pattern is to rejoice. Rejoice. And then he says, number two, he says, you need to pray and don't stop praying. Pray and don't stop things. And last he said, in everything, not, not something, but in everything, give God some thanks. This is the will of God for you. That, that's a real thanksgiving, y'all. Everything in life emanates from what we want to call this morning a pattern. It started in the mind or the thought of somebody. 
a pattern is a, a person or thing considered worthy of imitation, worthy of copying. It's a model plan used as a guide in making things happen. It's a set of forms, a set of forms to the shape of which material is cut for assembling to a finished product. Before mama made that dress y'all wearing, she first laid out a pattern. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. And from the pattern, a beautiful garment was effectuated. Now if you want a proper Thanksgiving, Paul says, I submit to you the proper way is to rejoice evermore. You end up with what you start out with. My brother, every true born child of God has a sacred duty, has a divine obligation, hallelujah, to thank God. Tell the truth and shame the devil. When life is weighed in its balances, our, our blessings far outnumber your troubles. Think about count your blessings. Name them one by one. And see what the Lord has done. Can I get a witness here this morning? Sometimes we underestimate how blessed we are. I don't know if you really realize how blessed you are to be in the service one more time. Faith, faith sees troubles sent by God as blessings in disguise. The devil meant it for evil. But our God turned it into our good. When we come to believe in the mercies of the law, when you come to understand that the mercy of the Lord endured forever, you got a lesson in thankfulness. When the songwriter wrote that powerful and effectual words, he said, every time I turn around. <laughs> every, every time. Brother Rebels, every time I turn around, the Lord keeps on blessing me. He had, when he wrote that, he had uncovered the genius of a multiple reasons for thanking God for all of his multitudinous blessings. Gratitude and thankfulness don't depend on how mercy is received and how many are, but how many are appreciated. The word of God says we have a duty to give thanks. A father was asking the blessing as usual at breakfast one day and he was thanking God for his bountiful provision. And immediately after he began, uh, after he finished blessing the Lord, he started grumbling about the hard times, about the meal and the way it was cooked. And his daughter looked up and said, Daddy, do you think God heard you when you said that prayer a little while ago? Suddenly he said, I, I do. He said, and then did he hear you when you said what you said about that bacon and that coffee? He said, I'm sure he did. Then she said, which one do you think he believed? Oh, right. come on now. What naturally abounds in your life? Gratitude or grumbling? Yeah. Which one? Which one? Yeah. Gratitude or grumbling? Yeah. Is your prayer of thanksgiving consistent with your life of thanksgiving or living? My brothers and my sisters, we have a duty. God has done so much for us. We have a duty. We are duty bound and mandated to give thanks in everything. 
Paul, David said one day in the 103rd Psalm, he said, bless the Lord. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Are oh, y'all out there? Are y'all out there? Am I up here talking to myself? Come on now, help me, Holy Ghost. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. You hear me all the time saying it's not that we are slow learners, we're just quick forgetters. Forget not the thing that God has done for you. Thanksgiving for God's people is not a suggestion, it is a command, it's an imperative. It's just something that we ought to be glad to do. I was glad when they said unto me, let's, let's go to church this morning. We have no choice, no alternative, but to be thankful to God. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. If you know, if you know, if you know that God is good and thankful, then that ought to be on your daily agenda. and ought to be on your everlasting mind. Everything we have come from him. Giving thanks is not a certain option. It is a real imperative. The command to be thankful is always in the present tense. So the instruction is to keep on giving thanks. Thank him for yesterday. Thank him for tomorrow. But yesterday and tomorrow. But what we did yesterday and what we're going to do tomorrow is all wrapped up in right now. God is a right now God, Hilton. And you and I ought to be wrapped up in him every yesterday, tomorrow, right now, and forever. The blessings of God are new every morning. Every morning you get up. There's some new blessings. I like that song the lady said, I, this morning when I woke. This morning when I rose. Come on, this morning, Diane, when I rose. I didn't have any doubt. This morning when I got up out of my bed, come on, Lily. I didn't have no doubt. I knew the Lord would. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? Will take care of me. New blessings. New mercies. Go back there and read Lamentation when Jeremiah said, It's not. It is of the Lord's mercies. Not ours. It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion don't fail us. They're new every morning. Great is the Lord. And his faithfulness. I wish I had somebody here this morning that would help me say, I wish I had somebody here that dared me say, He woke me up. Come on, don't be ashamed of it. Don't be ashamed of it. He woke me up this morning and started me on my way. Didn't let me sleep too late, but woke me up. Gave me an extra hour, too. Gave me an extra hour. Woke me up. I got here real early this morning. The love of God never ceases. You heard him say, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. He knows the plan he has for us. Plans for your welfare, plans for your good, not for evil, to give you a godly future and a blessed hope. And this is, this is the message of the Apostle Paul this morning. Paul is giving us this morning. He said, be thankful. Be grateful. Stop grumbling. Stop complaining. And enjoy the blessings of the Lord right now. Grumbling and complaining are antithetical to the goodness of the Lord. And a thankful heart gives no room for grumbling and complaining. The hymnology said it well. I've had some good days. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. I've had some hills to climb. 
I've had some weary days, some sleepless night, but I'm talking about big butts this morning, y'all. When I look around and I think things over, all of my good days, I weigh my bad days, I won't complain. Sometimes the clouds hang low. I can hardly see the road. I ask the question, Lord, why so much pain? But he knows what's best for me. Although my winter years, they can't see, so I'll just thank you, Lord. I won't complain. Can I get a witness here? The Lord has been so good to me. He's been good to me more than this old world could ever be. He's been good to me. Do not he dried all my tears. He turned my midnights into day. So I just want to thank him. I won't complain. I don't want to be up here too long. Let me, let me give you the pattern. Three submissions. And I'm going to let you alone. First of all, he said rejoice. You want to have a good Thanksgiving. It's time of putting your hands together. Rejoice. Always. You ask me where did that come from? I will quickly tell you it came from a, a thankful heart. Paul said, wrote, he said, wrote, rejoice in the Lord. Always. Joy, not, not the, like, I'm not talking about happiness, you know. We, we get happy off of some whiskey. We get happy off some dope. No, no, I'm not talking about happiness. Uh, in a similar way, Scripture uh, the difference between giving thanks for something and giving thanks in something. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, a car wreck may not find us giving thanks for a twisted fender, smashed radiator, but we can give thanks and we have insurance to cover it, right? And a God who's always present with us. We may not thank God for an illness, but we can thank him for the medicine and the doctors. Don't forget, don't forget he's a great doctor. Persecution is not something we would be thankful for, but we can be thankful that God can use that hardship for our eternal benefit. Come on now. Come on now. Some Christians seem to think that they have a sacred duty to be gloom and sad faith. Long-faced, dejected, sullen, mugged, and, and sometimes sully. Yeah, years ago, years ago, we used to call them dickle pickle Christians. Y'all know what deal pickles are? Deal picking. Deal pickles. Sour. Deal pickle Christian. Go life through life acting like smiling is acting like uh, smiling is sin and, and loft is an abomination. Let me tell you something. That's not the religion of the Bible. That's not the religion of Jesus Christ. Jesus on you means joy. Jesus on you. Help me, Holy Ghost. We're not talking about happiness. Happiness is something external. It's exterior, but joy is the inside virtue of the soul. The challenge of the text today is to rejoice always. You know, no, all, all we have, all of us have problems. Can I get a witness? But, but if, if the word had said rejoice sometimes or pray occasionally or give thanks when you feel like it, when you don't feel want to pray and when you can't think of a reason to be thankful, that's when Christianity is real and not counterfeit. Can I get a witness here this morning? Uh, the hymn not just put it like this when waves of affliction sweep over my soul sunlight is hidden from view if ever you're tempted or fed of complain just think oh, we need some thanking folk in here this morning just think of his goodness to you the world may forsake him. Those whom you trust may prove to be false and untrue. That one you can trust even unto the end. Just think of his goodness to you. 
misfortune, dark cloud may hang over the way despite your best effort to do the Savior's God and your treasure up there, just think of his goodness to you. Loved ones, dear ones are taken away from you here. You love with affection so true. Look unto the Savior for strength to endure and think of his goodness to you. Yes, think of his goodness to you. Though storm clouds may rise, though storm, though you sweep, he's able to keep. Think of his goodness to you. Nehemiah 8 and 10 said that the joy of the Lord is your strength. You, you get stronger when you, when you join the Lord. And Proverbs 17, 22 says a cheerful heart is good medicine for the soul. Let me tell you something. God has laid no embargo on rejoicing. He puts no restriction upon happiness. Do, 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 do believe it that you are permitted to be joyful. Do believe it that there is no ordinance of God commanding you to be miserable and all messed up. When we present our faith as dull, dry, boring, and free from emotion, when we give the impression that knowing Christ means that we are a boring religious person who can blame, who can blame the young folks for rejecting the gospel. Only in that case is it not the gospel that we are not rejecting? Frankly, I, I've seen a whole lot of joyless Christians. I've, I, I, I kind of prefer the company of friendly unbelievers. The gospel said, Jesus said, this is new wine. Yes, sir. All right, come on, you wine lovers. Yes, Y'all, you every night they sipping a little wine. I said, Jesus is like new wine. New wine, you know the best comes at the last. That's when they get that best kind. It does not make you, if, if it doesn't make your face shine, it because, it's because we have not tasted it. Come on now, help me, Holy Ghost. Every now and then, you need to taste some new wine. Good, good stuff. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, taste. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Taste and see. And see that the Lord is good. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Be happy in your faith all the time. Be cheerful no matter what goes on. Rejoice always. Be full of joy all the time. Well, did you know the shortest verse in the New Testament, the shortest verse in the New Testament, many folks think it's Jesus wept. Right, but the only, tr but that's only true in the English version. In the Greek text, it says not Jesus wept, but it said rejoice always. Uh, that's the shortest verse in that Bible. The real impact of the gospel will soon be seen uh, when, when it will come out when you don't feel like joy, when we don't want to pray, and when we can't think of a reason to be thankful. That's when real joy comes out. You remember when the angel told the shepherds about the birth of Jesus? He called it the good news. A great joy that will be for all people, all time. Every Sunday we sing in this church. We we we've heard we've heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Whenever the gospel is preached, it's joyful sound to those that hear it. Is it not one reason why the unchurched have so little to do with Christianity, having lost the sense of joy in our gospel and showing? It's so little, by the way. Why should anyone ever really believe us? Where is that note of joy that should be in our life? If the gospel is good news, then we ought to rejoice and be glad. Somebody said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I wish I had some say so folk in here. I wish that I had some say so folk in this house this morning. Let the redeemed 
of the Lord says so. The first proof of the gospel power for most people will be what they see in us. For every argument a preacher may make and for every beautiful song that may lift the spirit, none of it has the impact of a full, joyful life. John 16, 24 said, These things have I spoken unto you that your joy might be full. And again, Jesus said in John 15, 11, said, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you. Because it works from the inside out. Joy does not depend on whether you have a job or a paycheck, how many friends have, 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 have treated you, how your friends have treated you. Much less does it depend on my health or the state of my marriage or how my children are doing. Even less does it depend on, on who's in the White House. Doesn't make any difference who's up there. It doesn't make any difference what the Cavaliers are doing and the Browns are doing, the Guardians are doing. It depends on the stuff. Huh? 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 Oh, they told me Houston won last night. I don't care about Houston. I got some stuff, y'all. I got some stuff deep down on the inside, right? Lucy Campbell used to say, she asked the question, have you that something? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Have you that something? That burning desire? Have you that something that never does tire? If you have it, then you ought to let the world know. That's something within. There's something about the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's something about the good news of Jesus Christ. Something about it, my, my, my brother and my sister, it makes you cry when there ain't nothing to cry about. It makes you run when ain't nobody chasing you. Can I get some help here this morning? It makes you shout when seemingly there's nothing to shout about. It makes me holler when everything is quiet around me. Can I get a witness here? Somebody put it like this. I've got joy. Unspeakable. I've got joy. Unbelievable. Joy forevermore. And then he went on and said, this joy, <laughs> I wish you had it this morning. This joy I have. The world didn't give it to me. Thank God the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it. Right. Anybody here know anything about that joy? The first proof of the gospel is to let God be God. Let God be God and go and rejoice all the time. Suck on that. Paul tells us to pray without ceasing. Never stop praying. Pray all the time. Now, this does not mean you go around mumbling prayers. No, 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 no. This does not mean that you go around trying to impress folk with all your big words and what have you. No, 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 no. God knows what's in your heart. God wants you to have an attitude of prayer, right? God wants you to understand that I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Then he said, I ain't just waking up to, 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 to my mind state. I'm, I'm walking. Come on, y'all ain't helping me here this morning. Yeah, I'm walking and talking with my mind. Stay. Somebody said stay. Stay on Jesus. It's like having a phone connection open 24 hours so that you don't have to push the number in. You just start talking to him. We live and stay in a state where we can pray all the time, everywhere and about everything. There's nothing we face is too hard. Why you hear me all the say all the time saying, Why are you trying to figure it out? God has already worked it out. Can I get a witness here? Trust him. Don't trust yourself. Lean not on thine own understanding. Don't, 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 don't start talking to yourself. Trust him. Don't trust yourself. Pray consciously. Pray deliberately. Pray repeatedly. Pray persistently. Can I get a witness here? Pray about everything. Lady came to a great preacher 
of the last century, G. Campbell Morgan, and she said, you know, Dr. Morgan, I only take the big things to God. I don't take the little things to God. Morgan looked at her and said, lady, anything you take to God is little. Anything you take to God is little. That's precisely the case. You can bring everything to God because anything you bring to him is little. It ain't big. Even if it's big to you, it's little to him. Ephesians 6 and 18 said it well. Pray in the spirit. All the occasion with all kinds of prayers and requests. I used to pastor a young lady by the name of Go Lightly. Her name was Go Lightly back in uh, Madison, Illinois. And she said, pray in season and pray out of season so you can catch the season when it comes. Can I get a witness here? That's the prayer that will make the sick well. Prayer is like a check to be kind of signed by two parties. I sign the check and send it up to heaven. If Jesus Christ also signs it, it doesn't matter how large it is, it shall be honored. Prayer moves the world. Moves the hand and moves the world. Nothing too small and nothing too large to him. Prayer is as vast as God because God is behind it. Prayer is as mighty as the master because he's committed himself to it. Prayer is the key that unlocks the storehouses of God's infinite grace and power. All that God is and all that God has is at your disposal. When we leave God out, we've lost on our journey. Let me get out of here. But third and lastly, Paul said that a pattern for proper thanksgiving is to thank God. Thank God. No matter what happens, thank God. In everything, give thanks. Give praise to God. Everything that has breath ought to praise the Lord. The Lord said that we should thank him for everything. Be thankful in every circumstance. Be thankful whatever the circumstance may be. Be thankful in all circumstances. Whatever happened, keep thanking God because of Jesus Christ. In those hard moments, we must return to God whose love for us does not change. The question revolves around expression. In every circumstance, we know that we should give thanks when things are going well. It's right and good to praise God from whom all blessings for. We shouldn't take our blessings for granted or think that we'll somehow deserve them. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, not us. Give him the glory. Thanks in every situation. But if you only give thanks when you have money in the bank, if you only give thanks when your marriage is good, if you only give thanks when a deal goes through, if you only give thanks when the doctor said you don't have cancer, when your kids are doing well, when the church is growing and your friends are glad to see, if, if that's the only time you give thanks, then what will you do when trouble really comes? What will you do when company downsizes and you're out of a job? What will you do when your retirement fund loses 45% of its value? When your marriage collapses, when your daughter gets pregnant out of wedlock, when the cancer returns, when your friend betrays you, it's hard moments that we must return and tell God thank you. Admittedly, things happen to us that sometimes make no sense, but that is the moment and the time when we cry out to God, not my will, but thy will be done. I'm trying to get out of here now. By giving thanks when we don't feel like it, we, we are just like Jesus. I said, when you give thanks when you don't feel like it, you're just like Jesus. You heard him in Matthew 26, 39. He said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but God bless your will. Somebody help me say, nevertheless. Somebody help me say, nevertheless. Not my will, but thy will be done. 
that's Jesus, y'all. Look on him. I want to tell you, and I want to get out of here now. He was falsely charged. Yes, I, I asked Joe, Joe Parnell, he was in the Sunday school this morning. I said, Joe, you must have been looking at my script yesterday. I said, he was falsely charged. He was falsely arrested. He was falsely tried. He was falsely found guilty. He was falsely hung on the cross. He died and was buried in Joseph's new tomb. He stayed there all day Friday and all day Friday night. But thank God he stayed there all day Saturday and all day Saturday night. But that's not the end of the story, y'all. Can I get a witness here? That's not the end of the story. He got up. Woo! He got up. He said, all power is in my hand. Let me, let me close this out now. You, you know now that Jesus is my joy. When I start talking about it, hold on, hold on, Mark. Don't go get no run. When I start talking about it, I got joy. I used to be able to jump over this pulpit. And I used to be able to run, but now I can't do nothing. Just stand where I am. I stand here and stand by myself. He's joy in sorrow. He's my hope for tomorrow. He's my lamb taking away the sins of the world. He's my light. Come on, I wish I had some help here this morning. He's my light in dark places. He's my rock in a weary land. He's my shelter in the time of storm. He's my road of Sharon. He's my lily of the valley. He's my bright and morning star. He's my way maker. He's my storm quieter, my food provider, my doctor in a sick room, lawyer in a courtroom. He's my refuge, strength, and high tower. He's my strong deliverer. You know why I thank him. You know why I thank him? Because I once was lost in sin. But Jesus took me in. And just a little light from heaven filled my soul. Hallelujah. And it bathed my heart within. And he wrote my name above it. Just, just, just a little talk.